How's it going, everybody? Welcome back to the Beso Profundo podcast. Hello. I am Sam. (laughs) I am Jonathan. And today's episode is a continuation of last week's episode, part one. Welcome back. Welcome back. Thank you for being here. Today, we're going to discuss more about Mayday Parade's A Lesson in Romantics album. The We're very album. excited. <laughs> in part one, we discussed our third and second favorites from the album, gave background on the band, and shared silly moments and memories. Oh, yeah. It's always silly up in here. Oh, yeah. We stay silly. Stay funny, goofy. <laughs> exactly. So this week in part two, we'll reveal our favorites from the albums, the rest of the tracks on the album in order, and sea shanties for some reason. I'm very passionate about it. I am so sorry in advance. (laughs) I mean, they're all good. We love a good sea shanty. They're so good, and you'll find out soon. (laughs) So thank you guys for listening, and we hope you enjoy part two. Oh, yeah. Check it out. Check it out. Bye. Bye. Roll the intro. Uh, Sam, what's your? Did we already do your number two? Yep. Okay. So what's your what's your number one? Numero uno. My number. My numero uno is "Walk on Water or Drown," which is track number seven. Track number seven. That also helps me find it in the outline because I'm like, fuck. Me too. (laughs) I really like this one. Um, I think it's super boppy. Super mm. upbeat. I could jam to it. I was jamming to it. My favorite part is the little chromatic line that they do on it. And then everybody knows. Yeah. Yes. I don't know. Super cool. I, I really liked it. I like the vocals better in this song as well. I don't know if it's the particular key that they sing it in that I feel like their voices kind of fit the key a little bit better. Right. But it also felt a little bit more guttural and like raspy yeah and especially like when they when they open it's like he's like really like he's putting his whole diaphragm into that man yeah but it but the the is this another one that's a duet in yeah in in certain parts they like they do duet okay their voices blend so nicely together that i literally can't tell them apart yeah you even asked me you're like is this the <laughs> same person like or is this and i was like no it's two different people it's yeah, I was I kept getting confused on a lot of the songs because I was like listening and I'm like, wait, who is this one person? And then I would like listen. I'm like, I think this is maybe two people, but yeah. also they're so similar that it seems like it's one. <laughs> <laughs> but like they, they just they just work so good together that it's yeah. like it just melts. So good together. The vocal layering is tight. And the song sort of gives me like five seconds of summer vibes. I feel that. Okay. I get it. I like five seconds of summer a lot. Yeah. I used to love them back in the day. So I think maybe that's why I also resonated with it. Do you do you know what the like some some of the like the more popular stuff that five seconds of summer does? Like or just um, anything off the top of your head? She looks so perfect is is a popular one. Okay. She looks so perfect standing there in my American apparel underwear. Oh, I do know that one. Yeah, that's a good one. Sick. Um, what's another one? Uh, they have a few that are like popular. I'll look it up too. Nowadays that they play on the radio and stuff, but I know mostly their their older stuff. Uh, five seconds of summer. Let's see. Do, 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 five, five seconds of summer. Oh, there we are. There you are. 
they have ones off of like their maybe like their earlier albums like their self-titled album like she looks so perfect like you said amnesia ghost of you teeth young blood which is like their most popular by far young blood they want it they want it i don't know the words sorry that one's good me neither (laughs) (laughs) but that's sort of the the vibe that it gives me so i was a fan of that one definitely my favorite off the album oh yeah like the drums in this song to me though like the drums are everything and this is one of the songs that they go much heavier on it like it just it hits like the like in the background Mm -hmm. it's so great and that's so in songs little known fact about your boy johnny othan is that i like the things that i love the most in the song and in not just these songs but like in music in general is in no particular order is i love drums and bass guitar so like when those are like mm. really prevalent like what is the band that you recommended to me recently lake street dive like yeah lake street dive and then what is that one song that they do um, the really popular one lake street dive tell them i'm a good kisser I, that one mm, no I, that sounds familiar lake um, street dive uh hypotheticals oh Right. Yeah. I've been mm-hmm. playing out a lot of hypotheticals in, in my, my mind. mind. That one's so groovy. Oh. The bass line in that is pretty kick-ass. Oh, my, immediately, yes. Immediately, mm-hmm. yes. That, it's what drew me in. And like the with the drums and the bass, the bass was like amazing. I love it. Mm-hmm. And if it has like any of those two things, I'm in I'm right away. Mm-hmm. And so it, that's what I like about Walk on Water or Drown is like the drums in the back, like as they're like almost screaming the song yeah but it's it it's it's really great and so as far as like the song was about this what this was the one that no it's ocean atlantic that i was thinking of so this song it kind of reminds me or my interpretation of it was it feels like a long distance relationship Mm. like one of them had to leave probably like the other person that the narrator was singing about had to go away you know they're on uh, they, they were visiting and the trip home is a long and hard one. Like when, you know, when they finally get back, neither of them can believe it. So they just follow into each other. But he's hoping that things won't change between them when they're split again. So the lines that I was drowned to is, and you got here just in time to let me know I was worth saving. If nothing more than for the hearts, too proud to breathe, but I'm too scared to more... They're too scared to say the things worth saying. Who knew this trip would be this hard? Mm. So that's kind of saying like, you know, that they, one of them took a trip to, to see the other and to skate, to say the things worth saying, like the first, I love yous. And it's, it's hard to like get there maybe, you know? Yeah. That's, that's what I thought. And then specifically the line that I also really liked is just the two of them belting together and it's like the pieces that the pieces left that love has changed just saved every it just saved everything hmm so it kind of it kind of thinks it makes me think that like these two people you know they're together and maybe they were either hurt or damaged and quote unquote you know there wasn't anything there wasn't a whole lot left of them but when they came together they made each other better and they 
mm. like healed each other, which it's it's weirdly one of the more in my, in my own interpretation is one of the more positive songs on the album. Because a lot of this, a lot of the songs on the album have to do with relationships, have to do with heartbreak. A lot of it's very sad. Right. Yeah. So it's like, it's, it, it was, it was surprisingly re- refreshing. You could say that, oh, you know, they were breaking up and whatever, but that's, that's what I think. I don't know. It's me personally. Yeah. I liked it. It's great. I like it as well. Yeah. So what was your number one? Ooh, my number one is the lead off of this album, which your notes, they wound me, Sam. You, <laughs> you, such a deep cut is Jamie All Over. And Jamie All Over, uh, oh my God. It's by far the most popular song on, on the album. Like, I really like it because, you know, that first when they first get to like the down and to the left, I love that. Like they're fir- when they first come together and mash up and then followed by the, please don't tell me that I'm dreaming. I'm insane. I'm insane. I love it because this song <laughs> just goes full force from start to finish. And it's, it's another one of the more positive ones, but like, oh, I, I cannot say more good things about it. I apologize. This one was Sam cannot not say my more bad favorite. things about it. I have two notes for this song. That's the okay. first one is pretty hard. groovy. And the second note is, oh, God, I don't like his voice. Yeah, yeah, immediately. <laughs> like, you tell me right away, because it's the first song on the album. Like, when we're, I was like, oh, yeah, we'll listen to it. And you're like, oh, Jonathan, I don't like it. I'm like, oh, no. I just, I don't know. It didn't set a I, very like, good precedent. I was like, fuck. But uh, but I like a lot of the other songs. Yeah. This one I don't know what it. I think this one sounds similar to quite a few of the other songs, yeah. like later on on the album. And I don't know who. Well, I keep saying I don't like one of their voices, but I think realistically I probably don't like either of their voices, considering in, in this song. in most of the duets yeah. I can't tell them apart. So. That's fair. But yeah, but I I think the song itself is pretty groovy, but it definitely did not have me shaking my tail feather. And I don't worry. I will shake enough for the both of us. I'm over here Thank like you. um what's that one pokemon from like the new gen? It's it's the evolution of Quaxley. Literally right now like I don't know if you can see it, but it's Quaxley's final evolution. It's basically like like Festival duck. That's cute. It makes it makes it makes me it makes me shake like that. Not Quaxwell. Quaxival. <sighs> It's, they're ducks it's it's fine <laughs> but yeah like i i love it i love duets and multi-layered songs specifically multi-layered male duets and songs like i i don't encounter them too often which is why like i don't know why i gravitate them so hard i just i i just like it like an example of it is uh clamavi de profundis and they are specifically a larger scale male choir. And my favorite song that they do is Far Over the Misty Mountains Cold. Like, you know, from... From The Hobbit? Yeah, exactly. <gasps> oh! Listen, listen to it. Like, literally, if I could, I would just be like... I, I can feel it in my bones. Like, their, their reverb and, like, their bass gets so intense. I remember... I think it was maybe last year or the year before went to your old house and 
you and I were listening in the kitchen yeah. to um what the hell are they called? Fire They're shanties. like ocean. Yes. <laughs> I know exactly what you're talking about. Yes. And that's like the sort of vibe I'm sorry that if I, I just feel screamed like... in everyone's ears because I just had a fucking revelation. I feel like that's the sort of vibe that you like is that like yeah. multi vocal layering, like I love it. Men's voices where the range goes from like basically an uh, an alto uh, to like a deep bass. Yes. There was one shanty that we really liked. Mm-hmm. Soon, man. Mm-hmm. Oh, Weatherman. Yeah. I love pirate shanties. I don't want to be a pirate because I don't want fucking gangrene and people to cut my foot off <laughs> because I'm sick. I don't want that. Fair. I like their music, but other people can be pirates. I love them. Like, okay. A yar pirate corner, or Captain Feather Sword over here. Arr. Uh, Nathan Evans, Wellerman is my favorite version. Um, the Longest Johns, One More Pull, and also the Weller Men. I love it. And then Bones in the Ocean by the Longest Johns. Oh, I bid oh. farewell to the port and the land. Oh, that one I like a lot. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Uh, but I, I see the I see the trend on TikTok where people use Wellerman or what is that other one that people really like? Oh, hoist the colors. Also, it is it is done so much. If I literally if I hear the song on a TikTok, I'll turn the volume all the way down. I don't want to hear it because I don't want the song ruined for me because it comes. Mm, that's fair. It's so often, but oh yeah, it's I love them so when I hear like duets and like men's choir instantly I'm hooked. Like let, let's mm-hmm. get it. So let's uh off the plank with pirate corner. Let's be done with that. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah. So like stuff like that, I am, I am all about. And Jamie all over is my favorite a song off the album to sing to. It's super quick paced and the drums go fast and hard. Like it's just, mm. it's, it's great. I love it. I'll play it in the car. I'll never get tired of it. So, mm. But what the song is about is from what I've seen, what I've surmised, it's, you know, they're, they have dreams of running away and escaping specifically to California. The singer like urges his lover to forget about their responsibilities for a moment and just take her the road trip to California. The narrator acknowledges that it's only a dream, but he remembers the details of the dream and wishes for it to become a reality. He also mentions the deep desire to wake up with the fondest memories, which could mean being able to look back and cherish the time spent together on this trip to Cali. Hmm. It goes so hard. I'm, I'm, oh, I'm so fucking cracked over it. Jamie all over. It's awesome. Please listen to these songs. <laughs> you must listen. You know what I was thinking today? Like literally mm. while I was driving is that eventually we should put together like a master playlist of eventually the episodes that we do our favorite songs off of these albums. Oh, that's a cool Wouldn't idea. Wouldn't that be dope? Yeah. So like you can just go to this playlist and see, we'll probably put them in order like, oh, you know, your, your top three and then my top three, you know, next, next album, next episode. And then like go from there. I just think that'd be really cool. Cause I've seen, I've seen playlists of the one that I'm thinking of more prominently is, you know, the game grumps off of YouTube. Yes. Like whenever, whenever they mention a song or an album 
or whatever off of something, there's like a YouTube playlist of specifically like all the references that they make to things. So I think, I, I don't know, I just think that that's interesting. So it's an idea, a bit bopping around in, in my mind. Yeah, So yeah, that's a cool idea. I love that. Yeah, so like this episode would have Jamie all over, Jersey, Walk on Water or Drown, I'd Hate to Be You, and then Miserable at Best. So I just think that'd be like, you know, this is these are our tops. Check them out. Yeah. Oh, but they're awesome. So uh, those are our top three, and then we'll just, we'll go over... You know some of the, some of the other songs in the album in order. So cool. Starting from the top, Black Cat. Sam, what do you think of Black Cat? I also thought this one was groovy. I thought the chorus was especially groovy, mm. and I really liked the guitar solo. But it was so short. Like oh yeah, really quick, was, like seconds. I was listening and I was like, oh sick, a guitar solo, and then it ended and I was like, oh, mm-hmm. it was short. Yeah, it's like wait, wait, I need more. Come on. Right. But other than that, I thought it was pretty groovy. Definitely was not my favorite, obviously, since it's not in my top three. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I just, I don't know. I thought it was groovy. Oh, yeah. I really like it. So, you know, the, the, the song, I really liked the guitar, like doing the, the like the, I don't know if it's guitar, rhythm guitar or bass, gum, gum tar. I'm, I'm getting overloaded by this album. I'm like listening to it in the background. And I'm just like, <laughs> oh. But yeah, so like the progression and like the, the progression down of like the guitar, where it's like ba-doom, 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 like in the beginning. I really like that because mm-hmm. there isn't a lot of stuff going on. It's like the guitar, there's that, light drums. I like that. Uh, the backing guitar solo that you're talking about at, you know, it's like a minute 40. That's really mm-hmm. cool. Like you said, very quick. I wish it was longer. Yeah. Well, see, this was one of the songs, it didn't make my top because... I was looking at the lyrics and the lines are pretty repetitive. Yeah. Like it kind of just once even like halfway through the song to the end, aside from where he says, Oh, close up on camera one and you know, camera two, it just kind of says the same thing. So I was like, yeah, like it's, it still sounds good. I still like it. But like, I was like, Oh, I didn't even realize. Okay. No. Yeah. This one, I didn't really pay attention to the lyrics except for the title because I have two black cats at home. Who I love very dearly. Aww. So I was like, oh, Black Cat. What are their names? Their names are Jackson and June. Jackson and Well, June we call Bug. her Junie. Junie. Yeah, June, Junebug, Junie, Junie Toonie. She's my. <laughs> yes, we call Jackson Bingley. Um, Bongi. Big Boss. Bungy. Big Man. Yeah. Big man. Hey, big man. I love hearing I love I love hearing you and your brother talk to animals. It's one of my favorite things. And yeah. it's one of the things that I'm gonna like because we're you know, we're not gonna be camping together for super long this year. And just hearing you be being like, Oh, Smishy, Bungie. Hello. <laughs> I love it. Hello. It's one of my favorite things. Me too. Thank you. <laughs> but yeah, I didn't pay attention to the lyrics very much in this one. I like uh, oh, yeah. they didn't catch my attention. Oh, um, and before we move on, like where they say like way too tragic, like holding on to that. Like and like drawing it out. It's out of like a two minutes and thirty seconds. Like it's just it, mm. they really hold that note. It's awesome. Yeah. Uh, track three. When I get home, you're so dead. This was the one where I had such a hard time figuring out if it was one person singing or two people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I literally put in the notes. I was like, are there two people singing in this, or is it the same guy with his voice layered? Yeah, I was like, no, it's two. I I, t- but I, I totally I, get I like it. this one. Just, just the way that they're singing. Yeah, but the vocal layering is super cool. Mm-hmm. Apparently, this is one of the first songs that the band wrote together. 
Oh, interesting. Yeah, and I think the 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 last one literally was you'd be the anchor, but just to kind of like close out the album. But yeah, I I, I thought it was really interesting. I I didn't listen to it a whole lot just because it's one of the songs that I like the least as far as the sound goes. I don't know why. You feel bad. I don't know why it was, but just it just because it was. Um, the chorus though, the chorus stings. Just really quickly. And this is sorry for the last time. And baby, I understand you're making new friends. This is that's how you get by. The moral of this time is girls make boys cry and die. I really like that last line. Not the die part, but girls make boys cry. Yes, we do. And as we should. Thank you for coming to my TED talk. Yeah, exactly. Just clip off, <laughs> just clip off the end. Yeah, like, you know, girl power. Yeah, girls make boys cry. Hell yeah, we do, as we should. And then there's just me holding up like a big like sign like in the background, just and die, like, wait, no, hold on. Wait, there's more. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, but this one wasn't my favorite one either, for sure. It's it's all right. It's good. But it's all right. Yeah. Uh what is the what is the next one? Because yours was if you wanted a song written about you. No. No, this one wasn't one of my tops. Okay, so track five, if you wanted a song written about you, all you had to do was ask. This was one of my least favorites, actually. Really? <laughs> yeah, this one This one feels very much like it has the same vibe and the same beat as quite a few of the other ones, mm-hmm. so it just did not stand out to me musically. Although I do have to say I do like the lyric, uh, how do you like your pictures facing down? Ooh, oh, I know. Oh yeah, just imagine like the like the what is that like when when someone doesn't want like someone to see them cheating or whatever they'll like put the they'll put the picture frame like face down or like oh Gra- mm-hmm. I'm sorry grandma don't look I'm sinning yeah exactly <laughs> hi welcome to our Christian podcast no <laughs> Jesus will not see this one leave room for Jesus yeah leave- <laughs> like you're at a school dance like leave yeah. some room for 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 the Holy Spirit. For the Holy Spirit. I don't know why. I just, I just pictured like an, uh, like an Irish nun. Leave some room for the fucking Holy Spirit. Oh, God. <laughs> I, it just reminds me of a story that my pep told me. And my pep told me that he went to Catholic school and then he got his shit fucking rocked by nuns when he was growing up. Oh, jeez. I've heard <laughs> way too many stories about abusive nuns. But... I know. My mom got locked in a closet by, by a nun. <gasps> I don't know if she would want me telling the story. No, she tells it to other people. It's fine. Sorry, mom. But no, yeah, like sorry, uh, Jonathan's mom. Yeah, it's, <laughs> but like the the nun was like basically to punish her. She locked my mom in like a coat closet and then just kind of left her there for a while. What the heck? Yeah, old school Catholic school, my man. How was that okay with God it and just like in wasn't. general? <laughs> It's kind of like don't ask, don't tell. It's like, hey, we're teaching, we're giving, teaching your kids morals. It doesn't mean we're not going to hit them with rulers. Exactly. Oh, what was that thing? This was my mem. They basically, it was like a paddle that my mem like talked too much. And they sent her down to the wood shop saying like to make like a paddle or something like that like or like a ruler so the so the the woodshop teacher like made like whatever out of like a piece of wood and then the nun laid it across the top of her desk like you know that little groove where your pencil would go or whatever yeah instead of that it was a ruler and then she's like if you keep talking across your knuckles oh my god yeah so they're not like that anymore because literally oh jesus christ 
Because that's fucked up. <laughs> yeah, because that sucks. <laughs> uh anyways but let's, yeah but let's let's hop off this yeah yeah so yeah so a song written about you it's you know probably aftermath of a failed relationship the emotions that come with it you know bitterness heartbreak longing for closure you know there he says oh i'm burning all the letters hoping that i might forget her and a bad taste that she left when she was leaving me a life barely breathing as she walked out of this place and i was like Oh, so sad. Mm. Um, not as quite as sad or as miserable at best. But then he's like, and when you drop yeah. the note. Oh, I really like this. I really like the lyrics because it tied into musical nomenclature. And, we, and where the narrator sings, and you drop the note and we changed the key. You changed yourself and I changed me. I really didn't see Ooh. us singing through Ooh. this. Then you screamed the bridge and I cried the verse and our chorus came out unrehearsed. Then you smiled the whole way through. I guess maybe that's what's worse. I was like, Shoot. I was like sitting here with my hands on my head. I was like, damn. That feels like slam poetry. Snaps. snaps. For that. More snaps. Oh, mm-hmm. Great, great. Well, it's another one that we were like, oh, that's good. That's all right. But still, like yeah. that that line specifically, I was like, ooh, that hits. Yeah. Mm. And then going from track five to track eight, eight? Ocean at Atlantic. Yes. I like the harmonies in this one a lot. Mm-hmm. And I like the part where they say, I don't remember how it goes, but they're like, and I will run or something like that. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. The scream on run is nice. Very nice. Yeah. Yeah. Like this was one of the ones that I admit that I listened to the least because it's not exactly one of my favorites but i still i still like it it's on the album i i, I appreciate it it's really good so yeah this and this was the one where it's like they said oh it is it's about a prostitute but like i couldn't tell so i but i didn't interpret it that way at all no me neither no 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 you know jesse says she's been here for a thousand days a thousand her days to her don't mean a thing like she's in like this mundane whatever town her dad's bringing her stuff like you know, he said he brought her things like jewels from every coast and songs for them to sing, but singing never got her very far. Like she wants to like break out and go see the world. You know, she's leaving a piece of her in like everywhere she's been. I, it sounds, it, it sounds good as, as far as the music goes, the, the lyrics were like a little bit confusing. Like I wasn't sure because of that, but I still like it. Yeah. I feel like for me, when I'm reading the lyrics, it sort of just seems like, jesse just wants to break out and do her own thing not necessarily that she's like outwardly a prostitute but yeah like i said i didn't give the i didn't get that at all no i didn't get that vibe either but i, I like i like the duets in, in 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 this one too yeah me too um number nine i'd hate to be you when people find out what this song is about this one was in my top oh it was Oh, we did do this Yeah, because uh, I talked about the DSUS 4 D-Sus and 4. how funky it how is. How could I forget? D-Sus Silly 4. me, DSUS 4! Yeah, just see, like, <laughs> so the people with, like, a big foam finger, like, at a basketball game that say DSUS 4. DSUS 4! <laughs> so, yeah. instead of this, we will jump to track 10, Take This to Heart. Oh, I love the guitar in this one. I did, too. It's, it's, pre- it's pretty great. And the harmonies were on point. Again, the vocals, very guttural, very raspy, especially in the beginning of the chorus is chef's kiss. Oh my God. Yeah. They go, they go for like toe for toe. 
like basically singing almost the entire song together. Like just imagine trying to like do that on stage. Mm. Like sing the same song together in two different keys. And that's something that I've always admired that when, you know, I've seen people perform and kind of like how when you and your brother do impromptu songs or whatever or when you're doing songs he'll just like jump in and harmonize with you and it sort of like breaks my brain because i guess i don't think that way or i don't i'm not able to function that way where it's like you know how when you play piano your two hands have to do two different things right i don't have that at all or like to harmonize you're singing the same thing or something similar like in a different key and when I'm doing songs, like I can't harmonize with it. I'm basically just like in the same key matching whatever the song is. Right. And I just, I just, I, I find that so surreal and so interesting to like watch and listen to. And for, in the song, Take This to Heart, like again, they're just, they're one for one in two different keys, just belting out this song. Yeah. It's great. The harmonies are really nice in this one for sure. Mm hmm. Uh, like around three minutes in, I really like the part because every song is ours tonight. And if you love me so, I'm going to tell the whole world that it's the greatest thing that happened to me. I finally found a good reason to come home. Aww. The, like the song is mostly dominated by sad things, but we're managing to pull out like some really some lighter tones for, for certain yeah. we're like there's a few in there. Yeah, we started off with miserable at best and we're like, damn, this is sad. Right. And we're like, okay, all right. Good way to open. Now everyone's <laughs> depressed. Yeah. Take this to heart. Really great. Yeah. Oh, I forgot to mention in when we were talking about if you wanted a song written about you. I don't know why. Every time I listen to it, like the 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 bass in the beginning where it's like boom, 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 boom. Like how it's like, you know, very even. I mm -hmm. always want to do the the intro to it's it's twenty dollar nosebleed by Fall Out Boy, and the, oh. the way that the song starts in twenty dollar nosebleed, it's like the piano where it's just like the same like bum 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 bum. So I don't know why every time I hear the bass to that song, I always want to go. Have you ever wanted to disappear? And then. <laughs> So just, I don't know why my brain is like, it puts that together. Like they're, they're too similar. And then it completely changes. Oh, that makes sense though. Uh, Fall Out Boy, another great band. <laughs> oh, true. Uh, champagnes for celebrating. I'll have a martini. This one was probably one of my least favorites. Really? Yeah. I just, I, I couldn't get into it. I felt like it was a bit like, I don't want to say bland because that's really rude, but like, it just didn't it didn't tickle my peach it didn't tickle yeah. your peach <laughs> didn't tickle my fancy keep it, it, just, together, it Jonathan, didn't keep it together <laughs> <laughs> i just i don't know i felt like it just wasn't like nothing really stood out to me the lyrics didn't stand out mm -hmm. the music didn't really stand out i don't know no that's fair i the, the parts that i that i always resonate with i always really like the chorus the chorus chorus oh my god the chorus but i really like the part where he says uh but he thinks it's just one more sunset like i don't know why that lyric is so stand out like i guess just the way that they sing it where it's like but he thinks just just one more sunset like how that goes like eh, like up like that i don't know mm, I, I, yeah i like how that sounds yeah and for whatever reason 
<laughs> the intro of this one makes me think of like the um you know the song all the small things all the, all the small, small things, things. <laughs> yeah exactly so if you listen to both of them together like listen to all the small things and then listen to the intro to champagnes for celebrating mm. it's like sp- spookily similar spookily hmm. is that a word is spookily a word yeah i would say spookily is, is a word it, it is now it is it's yeah. in our vernacular I'm from Salem, and it is, spookily is a word. Yeah, it's it, it just it's it's in our it's in our blood. I'm from Lynn, so we wanted to be like you guys. So we're like, yeah, we're spookily too. <laughs> you guys are a Salem kids at heart for sure. I know. Do you want to know something funny? Yeah. I won't say his name, but let's call him Matt. My friend Matt. Okay. When I was in, because I went to his school when I was in middle school, and he lived in a different city and he came to Lynn to, to stay over at my dad's house. We had a sleepover and mm-hmm. apparently Lynn has a very bad reputation because they're like, Oh, Lynn, the city of sin. And I'm like, you never come out the way you go. Exactly. In. Like you could see the sweaters <laughs> with the shit written on the back, like the flames and the skulls going up the arms. Oh yeah. I get, I, um, and there's a, there's a church near downtown and <laughs> it's so stupid, but it's the sign says Lin Lin, the city of him. Like it literally says dot dot dot, like him as in <laughs> Jesus or God or whatever. It's just it's so corny and I've never liked it. And I get what they're doing, but it always makes me sigh and roll my eyes when I walk by it. I'm like, oh Yeah, it's, it's, that's a little silly. I know. And I I get what they're doing, ha ha ha, very clever, but I'm just like, oh but <laughs> yeah so oh what was i saying yeah we always wanted to be oh no no i was talking about the spookily yeah no i was talking about my friend and when he came to stay over he brought it was like a combo a knife that you could like you know do like a knife a can opener or whatever but then it also folded out to into be pliers oh fun yeah so i was like you know oh let's go walk to the corner store that's around the corner from my dad's house and he's like okay and so i see him put the plier knife combo into his shorts i'm like hey man what the hell are you doing and he's like it's for protection <laughs> and i'm like all right this isn't gangland my man like what are you gonna do give someone a titty twister like put the pliers away <laughs> stop it and he still brought oh my god he still brought it and i was like all right if that's what makes you feel more comfortable sure oh my god yeah that's hilarious <laughs> so i was like all right whatever <laughs> But that's, oh. yeah. So uh, the final song on the album is You Be the Anchor That Keeps My Feet on the Ground, I'll Be the Wings That Keep Your Heart in the Clouds. It's a lot. This duet was really nice. I love it. This is also one of my favorite songs to sing. So for me, like it kind of went back and forth with my third favorite like it was literally this one or Miserable at Best, but I was like, no, I definitely like Miserable at Best then. So this would be my number four. <laughs> mm. so i it's a it's one that i really really like to sing and it has a and it has a funny memory for me tied to it so but as far as the song goes uh according to alex garcia the final track was called you know what it is because the band was trying to be poetic mm. so they had like this super long like very passionate title for it but i i like the song and i like the image of you know, this person standing on a cliff, like calling out to their to their lover to, you know, this person to come home like they're waiting for the for their 
husband or wife to come back from a long journey at sea. Mm. You be the anchor. That makes sense. Yeah. So like at about three minutes and 30 seconds, like they're belting, please don't let me go. I love that. I always love that. It gets me. I like this sort of like, I don't know if it's technically around because there's only two like vocal parts, mm-hmm. but you know, like when you do like row, row, row your boat yeah. and then the next person goes like row, row, row your boat. Mm-hmm. It, it kind of felt like that almost like a round style vocal layering, which I really enjoyed. Yeah. This was probably in my top five as well, I would say. Oh, totally. It's also very smooth. Mm-hmm. How how it comes in, and you know he's it's it's just the guitar, and like they're kind of doing the call and response where he's like, I was nearly scared to death when you left in paragraph, like how they're doing that, how it's like mm-hmm. lower, higher, lower, higher than that. It is very like poetic. Mm-hmm. They definitely were on the right track with the title of the track. Oh yeah, and it's just it's very relaxing to me to listen to. Like I feel like I could, I could go to sleep to this song in the mm. in the best of ways, not like I'm like. Uh, but it's like oh it's soothing agreed yeah Yeah. um funny story that goes with this is that i used to work at a barnes and noble and one of my coworkers, she was kind of like i miss her very much she was kind of like our mom friend that you know she took care of us but you would never be able to tell by looking at her but apparently she was like a punk when she was when she was (laughs) younger and i thought it was really cool because I went when I would close cafe because you know there's the Barnes and Noble, there's Barnes and Noble cafe attached to it. When I would close, I'd play music and you know I'd play my 11 plus hour playlist. And you know I remember this song came on and I remember she came over and she's like, "Oh my god, I love this song." And I was like, you know, I quirked up my eyebrows like, "You like Mayday Parade?" And she's like, "Oh yeah, I love this stuff. I used to listen to this stuff all the time." And she showed me Aww. a picture of her when she was younger and she had like. The raccoon eyes, diagonal cut bangs, like roughed mm-hmm. out hair, super seen. And I was like, oh my God, I never would have known. She's like, oh yeah. So whenever I would put the song on, she would like come over and we'd just be like singing just into this, like up to the sky, this song. Oh, I love it. That's so cute. And so this song always makes me think of her and I'm like, oh, I miss her. She's great. Aww. Yeah. So I love this one. One of, like I said, one of my favorites off of the album. Agreed. Oh, totally. So that's pretty much it, though. That's that real. That wraps up the the whole album, like the original album, not the bonus track anniversary edition. But yeah. covered a lot of ground today. Another uh, another doozy of an episode. Oh yeah, no, this was super fun. I really liked you know listening to this, especially because this isn't something that I normally would listen to. So it's always fun to expand your horizon, especially with music. Oh, yeah. I will convert you, Sam. We're going to listen to more pop punk albums together. And sooner or later, you will have the blue bangs of your dreams. Yes. <laughs> I'm so ready. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you, you, well, we're we're going we're gonna to anamorph you into your rock band character. <laughs> oh, I can't wait. Oh, uh, yeah. So thank you so much for joining us. This was a really great episode, ones that I was really excited about. And thank you for going on the journey with us through a lesson in romantics. Class is now closed. We are out of session. Yes. The lesson is over. And we will actually, before I forget, be out of session next week oh, that's right. as well. Because we are going on our camping trip. And I'm so excited. So we will not be recording. So there will not be a new episode on, let's see, what is that? Wednesday, the 2nd of August. I wrote it down somewhere. Did I delete it? Oh, no. 
I thought I made that a point to be like, don't forget to tell them we're not going to be here. <laughs> it's okay. We remember it anyways. It reminded Thank me God because I was it. thinking like, oh, we'll, we'll listen to a lot more Mayday Parade at Mighty Joe. And then I'm like, ah, it's Mighty Joe. Oh, yeah, it's almost. Mighty Joe. Yeah. <laughs> so this week, the you know, the day that this comes out, we post on, when will this come out? Uh, we won't say what day we're recording, but it'll come out on the 26th of this month. You know, you'll be able to hear it. We won't post the the 2nd of August because, again, we're camping. We're kind of doing our thing, getting our getting our groove on, being out in the mm-hmm. lake. And then mm-hmm. we will be back for our regularly scheduled programming for the 9th. Yes. Oh yeah, but uh, we're gonna we're gonna try to be active on socials, be a little bit more active because we'll be together. We'll be in the same place. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so check us out. Uh, we're gonna be on Twitter on Beso Profundo underscore and Instagram at Beso Profundo Podcast. So check us out there. Give us a like, give us a follow, tell us what you think of this episode and hopefully you have as much fun as we did. Yeah, thank you guys for listening. Goodbye. See ya. Later.